0: Alrighty, Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening slash watching this. My name is Tia and this is another awesome episode of Geek Vibes Live interview. I have with me two amazing ladies. They were having a lot of fun before we hit record here, but it is the director, Tara Johnson-Mettinger and Natalie Share Show for the new upcoming uh, indie film, My Summer as a Goth. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Yeah,
1: and my name is
0: actually pronounced Tara. I'm so sorry. that. that, Oh gosh. (laughs) Tara, I should have asked beforehand. That was my slip up. (laughs) No worries. But I appreciate both of you being here today. Um, As soon as we were given the email and the information for my summer as a goth, I kind of felt like a connection with it because not only was I a goth in high school, but I'm still 12 years later with the little goth boy from next door. So I certainly felt a lot of connection here, but um, Tara, let me just start with you. What was your inspiration behind my summer as a goth?
1: Sure. So um, I received the first version of the script in 2009 from my best friend from high school, Brandon Lee Roberts. And uh, it was inspired by our time growing up in Salem, Oregon, and sort of the alternative scene there and hanging out with all the goth kids and the punk kids and the kind of whatever kids that hung out downtown and uh we co-developed the script over the years and finally got it into production so a lot of it is inspired from our own experience and our life we really wanted to make a film that honored those like Coming of age films that were near and dear to our heart from the late '80s, and but really like take it and freshen it up for today's youth. So it is set present day. A lot of people had asked me, kind of in the beginning stages, if it was uh, you know like set in the '80s, but it is it is set at this time. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: It's nice to see the goth scene um alive and thriving, and as soon as I know I mentioned your pictures before, but as soon as I saw your background, I was like all right she's uh she's one of us, <laughs> but I love it thank and, you yeah. <laughs> uh Natalie, can you tell us your experience playing this character and why maybe she may have been inspired to kind of go down this route due to something that had happened to her in the movie
2: yeah definitely I I loved playing Joey just overall like from the second I read the first line of dialogue in the in the in the script this was like I want to say five years ago I was like okay this is yeah that's something I can do for sure um she's a very relatable character for all kinds of different young women and You know when you're at such a tender age, she's 16 in the film, um, you're really like exploring all these different options that like you could sort of try on as a personality or just as like a lifestyle and she's definitely like right in the middle of figuring out who she is and she finds Victor, this boy who inspires her so much to just sort of try a different way of living and, and explore the, the beauty and the darker things in life, um, which I think all of us can kind of connect to really wanting to find yourself and trying on different hats to see which one fits.
0: And so you said um, five years ago, so this was recorded quite a bit ago, um, which is thankfully now it's coming to, uh, to on demand and can actually be accessible to audiences.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's been such a, a labor of love as, as Tara can absolutely attest. It's been an amazing journey. That's awesome. We met, we met
1: Natalie and um, when Brandon and I were feeling ready with the script, uh, one of my friends runs an acting studio for teens here in town in Portland. And I asked her if we could bring the script in and have her teens read it and in turn we would do a, a like a audition with them. Mm-hmm. and. We brought it in and we did a cold read with all of the teens and Natalie was in that class and actually several of our cast members were there as well. Uh, and we had no idea that we would find our Joey through that process. But the next week we came back and did a what we thought was like a mock audition. And Natalie came in and auditioned for the role of Joey. And Brandon and I were just like completely stunned because Joey like entered the room with us. Like it was that experience of like seeing your like character come alive and just jump off the page. And it was, it was, I mean, Natalie's heard me tell the story a million times, but it was such like an incredible experience to like witness that and, and um, to feel like, oh my gosh, we're starting to move forward in this really unique way. And then we started. Uh, casting other characters maybe like six months later and um shot that over the summer so we started working with Natalie probably nine months prior to actually shooting so um so that was really great too to just to get to know her as a person and then develop the character of Joey with her
0: oh wow that's awesome honestly um and so then we have uh Jack uh Levis, I hope I'm saying that last name right. <laughs> um, Natalie, how was it for you and Jack to uh, craft these characters together on screen and really um, create something that's tangible for the audiences?
2: I mean, it was it was so wonderful working with Jack. He's an amazing actor, an amazing scene partner, and. For both of us, you know, we don't and and didn't really identify as, as a goth in real life. And it was really like humbling to just be able to like enter this wonderful community that we were so ex- excited to explore. And we definitely like our characters are very different for sure. Um, and so developing like that relationship and, you know, for me, for, for my character, Joey is is new to this whole world. And Victor has been living in this world for many years now. And so finding that sort of balance between, especially for me, it was very important to like, honor the community and, and make sure that we're doing them justice. In, portraying their stories so that was really really cool.
0: I was gonna ask if you had any ever say like dabbled in the goth scene beforehand (laughs) so was there say a lot of listening to you know goth music to get into the mood like how did you how did you do that?
2: Yeah definitely I I definitely wouldn't have like qualified as a an actual technical (laughs) goth but I do remember in like first grade my style i guess involved a lot of black and at one point this girl like was kind of trying to bully me and she was like wow you're so goth like you're so like dark and i was just like i don't know i'm just wearing black but that was my first experience i guess with with being identified as a goth if you can call it that but um we had a a very curated goth playlist that we would I think it was Brandon or maybe you guys worked on it together but um we would always have that like playing in the background when we did work it was
0: yeah that's awesome tara did you uh curate that um that playlist
1: yeah. Brandon uh, put it together. He's a huge music enthusiast, and and it incorporated a lot of songs from you know back in the day, and then we put a lot of modern songs on there. And it was exciting to to utilize that during filming. So you know, Natalie and I would talk, and you know, we I'd say like listen to this music. This is where Joey's at, and and we can talk through some certain scenes as far as where emotionally Joey was in that moment. And same with Jack and some of the other characters, I provided them with like very specific songs for uh, specific moments in the film. And I think that helped a lot. We also, during rehearsals, we have a, a go, our go-to goth uh, consultant, Jillian Venters, who's the uh, writer of Gothic Charm School, which is a blog and there's also a book. Mm-hmm. And um, everything you want to know about the goth community is in this book. And she's uh, very visible online. And uh, I call her like the dear Abby to the goths. Um, <laughs> she's really wonderful. She's located in Seattle. She she's been involved in our project pretty much since the very beginning. And she uh, spent time with the cast and uh, during a rehearsal and talked through like different um, gothic lifestyles and, and in terms of. Uh, dress and music and it was so wonderful to have her there uh, to answer questions because I would say the majority of the cast didn't really they didn't identify as goth but also maybe not even like alternative and so it was a very new experience for a lot of them and having Jillian's experience and knowledge was really helpful and then uh, she also came down on uh, one of our filming days and had a cameo
0: the fountain oh that's so cool yeah it was interesting um what natalie was just saying about her having worn a lot of black and uh someone asking her what are you goth now because it's something that i've uh thought about recently a lot of makeup brands are coming out with say like black lipstick and everything and i apologize for all the sirens in the background um if you guys can hear that i apologize but um when i was Uh, in high school in a goth the only black lipstick was like drugstore black lipstick it was really cheap and you'd wear it and someone would say oh what are you a goth so it's just funny (laughs) how things have kind of like transformed now um have you seen that tara with you know you said a lot of people asked you is this set in the 80s but realistically it's very plausible for today because i think now goth has kind of influenced like uh, mainstream beauty influencers and such.
1: Oh, I think so for sure. Um, if you hashtag goth on Instagram, it will open open a whole world to you of the goth community and young people today. Um, you know, identifying as goth and sharing really current music and dress and taking their spin on uh, what it is, taking from that time in the '80s that it was very vibrant and, um, and, and putting it into their like look uh, today. And so there's a lot of um, YouTubers that appear in our film as well that live all over the world uh, that take place in um, a portion of the film where Joey's doing a makeover and she's a friend of hers is like sending all of these like makeover videos. From uh, YouTube, and so we have all these YouTube influencers that uh, take part in that section, and and it was it was really cool to like really explore the modern goth scene because um, being an independent film, some of the challenges that we faced were in soundtrack, and um, you know uh, clearing some of the songs from the '80s would be really like financially challenging to do, so. Um, kind of in going in the theme of like freshening it up for today, we wanted to work with modern goth bands. And so we were able to work with a goth band here locally in Portland. And then uh, the front woman, Jana Cushman, eventually became our composer and our music supervisor connecting us to a whole like level of goth music within the modern community that like was very exciting to to put into the film.
0: That's awesome. and this question is kind of for both of you, besides um, it's, you know, my summer as a goth, but besides say the goth attire and music and makeup, what really sets this movie apart from other uh, coming of age stories? Um, I don't know if Tara, if you want to go first.
1: <laughs> sure, well, I think that um, for us, it was very important to work with real teens. Um, I think you see a lot of coming of age films nowadays and TV shows that cast older people, like, you know, people that are in their 20s and um, kind of maybe far from that time in their life that uh, they were going through these metamorphoses as teenagers. And so Brandon and I really wanted to make sure that we were working with teens that were going through similar experiences in their own lives um, because it brought a, a authenticity to it that I feel like I haven't seen as much in sort of modern coming of age you you look back to like John Hughes 16 Candles things like that like they they cast a lot of younger people in those roles it was also important for us to have a diverse cast you know in terms of age and race and gender identity. Like these were things that were super important for us to put into this film, um, not only on screen, but also in our cast, in our crew. And so those were things that were, because we were independent, we were able to have that opportunity to really slow down and focus on that in terms of our casting and who we brought in as
0: our crew.
1: I'm interested to hear what Natalie has to say too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was going to say yes, Natalie.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, to echo a little bit of Tara, of what Tara said, and to, to I don't know, I, I really, really, really love and appreciate our casting crew so much, because there's so much diversity. I believe our, our cam- correct me if I'm wrong, Tara, but our, our camera crew was 100% female, I believe, like maybe 90. 90- yeah, non binary, yeah. Binary, yeah, and, and... We not only had such a diverse and supportive, loving, amazing crew, but on screen and in the story, we explored a lot of very diverse themes. Like we have a lot of stories going on that are very subtly about questioning your sexuality, as well as living a different, you know, a non-heterosexual life. Um, but it's, it's done in a very nuanced way. It's not like just like a forefront sort of cliche story. It's very like delicately done, which I loved. Um, and we also explore a, a lot about grief and, and grieving as a young woman who's also trying to find themselves, trying to connect with someone who you've lost. And, um, I think a lot of those reasons sort of set us apart from the classic coming of age story, which it definitely still is, but but with a lot of very diverse stories and, and people.
1: I would also say the end is unique and, sure. and uh, in that, but I don't want to give it away. So you'll have to watch the film to find
0: <laughs> I don't want to be spoiled. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Natalie, your character, you know, is dealing with a lot of you know, grief because of, as it says, the sudden death of her father. Um, how did you get into sort of the mindset of um, bringing that grief to life and also making it
2: realistic? Yeah, it's definitely one of the bigger challenges I faced taking on the role of Joey, because as Natalie, I have never experienced losing someone very close to me more recently I have but when I was playing Joey I had virtually no experience in that area and so when that situation when you get put in that situation as an actor where you don't know really how to portray something accurately and truthfully it's very important to do research it's Mm -hmm. very important to find stories that don't reflect your experience but that you can really like put yourself into and and try to pay tribute to Um, it was important to me to build the character of my father Ethan um in my own mind and in my own life so that I could then make the shift that he's not in my life anymore just having the experience as you know living in the imaginary circumstance Mm -hmm. of him being alive taking that away um, it was really heartbreaking. I mean, actors go through so much emotionally that even though it's not real, it's not real life, it's not real reality, it's really real to like the central nervous system, you know, you really do go through it.
0: And you are, um, even though maybe it's not real for you, this is a situation that others have been in. So it was real for them as well. And you would hope maybe that they would kind of feel that through your acting.
2: Yeah, definitely. And again, yeah, anytime an actor takes on something they haven't experienced, it's at least for me, it's so important to do that justice. And and, yeah.
0: Well, I can't wait to watch it. It's um, coming to, I believe, DirecTV and then other platforms on demand on November 11th. But Tara, I think the real important question here is, is there any plans on maybe a sequel, getting the band back together, you know, have you uh, thought about that at all?
1: (laughs) Uh, I think about it a lot. I I mean, Natalie and I've talked over the, you know, last several years of really wanting to work together again, and uh, whether it's something related to Joey, and, um, you know, sort of the next steps of whatever my summer as a goth takes um they you know we've kind of tossed around some ideas there's some possibilities we'll see what happens um i think some of it's related to the response of you know how, when the film comes out and um audience wanting more um, i'm i know all of I call them my goth kids (laughs) that they would (laughs) jump at the opportunity to come back in and play those characters um I would certainly love to to revisit that world it was such a joy to live in that world and to um work with these actors and I I keep up with them all very frequently even though that they have moved on to you know various things in their lives other projects like I have been working on this film since we ended production pretty consistently until now. And so um, I'm excited to have them kind of re-enter the world now, even though they have some distance a little bit with uh, with being involved in like the production aspect. So,
0: And yeah. Natalie, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but where would you see, um, and I guess this may have spoilers to the movie, but where would you see joey or like to see joey in a sequel
2: Mm, well you know what i love about joey is that she is constantly trying to evolve she's constantly trying to be a better person she's constantly trying to figure out what really makes her happy the things that she really loves and trying to surround herself with more of that so i think that there's a lot of possibilities a lot of pathways she could explore um you know, what I love about her also is that she's flawed. I mean, she's trying to do her best, but she's not perfect. And so she experiences a very real human experience of making mistakes. Um, so I think there's a lot of different possibilities.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Um, before I let you two wonderful ladies go, um, I know things are crazy with the pandemic right now, but um, Natalie, I'll start with you. Do you have any other projects that maybe you're working on or are upcoming and that we should keep our eyes out for?
2: Yeah, um, I'm working on a web series right now um, that is an LGBT story that mm. I'm really, really proud of. It's called Never Have I Ever. It's on YouTube. Um, we've done one film and sort of a half sequel, like a coronavirus sequel. Um, but we're hoping to get back into production soon. and other than that I've been writing a lot during quarantine so hoping to get some of my own work out into the world.
0: Awesome I certainly hope with everything can kind of go back to normal soon what I you know they say the new normal but hopefully you know wear your masks I guess but um, Tara (laughs) uh, how about you what else should we be looking out for?
1: Sure. Um, I have a couple of projects that uh, I'm currently working on as a director. I have a documentary that I'm prepping, and uh, we hope to get that into production by the end of this year. We'll see how things go, and we'll be announcing that soon. Um, I've been working on a um, another coming-of-age story that I'm writing, uh, so it's currently in the script phase, and I've shared the story with with Natalie and gotten some of her feedback on it. So there are pages now, Natalie, so I can <laughs> share those with you. But um, but that's been really exciting to, to think about that project. It's more of that uh, coming of age in the mid 20s time of one's life. And uh, I'm excited about how it's coming along. It's slower than expected, but I think that's all just like the world (laughs) and, and what we're living through right now. Um, I also work as a producer and, um, I'm producing on a feature film that's going to be shot here in Portland next summer. So we've done a proof of concept for that. And, you know, so I definitely keep myself busy in terms of, uh, you know, creative projects. And I also have two teams, so I'm in, you know, I'm a a mom as well. That's very busy. And now launching this film is, is taking a lot of my time currently, which I love all of it. I love everything that I do. And, um, but I would love to get back into production on something. I think a lot of us who work in this industry would, it's a, it's a really fun part of the creation of a project. So I look forward to that day when it's more possible.
0: Yeah. I hear that when I, uh, speak with, a lot of talent and they say we're all just kind of waiting um so i certainly (laughs) hope that you can get into production soon um and i love the concept of uh coming of age in your 20s because i'm 30 and i still don't feel like a full-grown adult so that would be really wonderful but um tara natalie thank you so much for sitting down and speaking with me everyone again my summer as a goth november 11th make sure that you keep an eye out for it and Thank you again, ladies. Thank you. Bye.